listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and this week we're talking all about why you should stop creating new products or slow it down a little bit and what you should be doing instead. Now, before I dive in, I do need to clarify a few things. One is I love product creation. I'm a big fan of it. I'm a big advocate for it. It's super, super important. So this episode is not some kind of product creation bashing thing. I really do think it's important. But I just want to be talking about, you know, when you're at different points in your journey about how you might slow down on product creation. And there's a few reasons why. So I'm not saying that we're going to all be abandoning product creation. This episode is also not going to be some push for marketing where I tell you to stop creating and go and join Pinterest. This is not that kind of episode either. But yeah, I will see where we go. I also want to start off by saying as well that this episode and what you take from it really depends on where you are at in your journey. So if you are in your first few months of selling on TPT, I'm talking the first three months, first six months, like you're brand new, fresh to the TPT world, definitely keep creating. Don't listen to this episode and then suddenly stop creating new products. I don't want you to get the funny ideas, any funny ideas on that front. And if you are in your first year or two, Again, product creation is still going to be a big priority, but this is where it gets a little bit more gray area. You might slow down a little bit on your product creation depending on how you're going. Like You might listen to this episode and realize you've been rushing a bit. You've actually got plenty of products. It is really hard to say based on times you've been selling, like how long you've been selling, because we could have two sellers in a room who've both been selling for exactly one year and one of them could have 50 products and one of them can have 500. Like there's, you know, there's crazy differences in the amount of time we have to dedicate to TPT. So how many years or months you've been selling isn't really indicative of that much. So I guess I'm sort of roughly saying if you're in your first year or two, you might slow down a little bit at a certain point, but it's really based on how many products you have. So that's why I want to clarify now, if you have less than 30 products in your store, like you're really new and you've got a really small amount of products, then again, just like those three to six month people keep creating, that's a priority. I'm not going to tell you to slow down. Now, if you're in after that, you're kind of like, you've got sort of 30, 40 products, you're aiming for 50. Again, you can keep creating too. But if you're at that point where you've got about 50 products in your store, you're aiming for the 100, I'm going to be advising you not to rush. And then finally, if you're someone listening and you've got 100 products already, or maybe even a few hundred or a few thousand products, this is going to be an episode where I'm going to be telling you all about slowing down and why that's important. Now, I hope that's a good start to the episode. It feels a little bit confusing, (laughs) a bit of a hot mess. There's so many different situations for each seller based on how long you've been selling and how many products you have. But I just wanted to clear up that for anyone brand, brand new, less than a couple of months on TBT, less than 30 products, you know, you could literally stop this episode right now and just keep creating. But yeah, as, as you start going through, I think what tends to happen with us sellers is that we think that we should be creating products at the same rate all the time. You know, that we should continually be making them at the same pace. But as the years and months 
go by and as our stores grow and grow and grow, we have got to adjust that output a little bit so that we're not creating really large amounts of products in a short amount of time and we just keep churning them out. And I'm going to talk a little bit about why that is now. I'm also going to use a little bit of an analogy in this episode, I hope you don't mind, because I know we're in an online marketplace and we're talking about TPT, but I sometimes find that analogies really help to kind of clear things up when you see things in a different way. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about what would happen if your business was more out in the real world and you were selling a physical product. And let's just imagine that you were doing something quite low key. You were running like a bake stall, you know, you were selling like cakes and brownies and things like that in a local area. And I'm going to use that as an analogy for how that's sort of similar to TPT and how it would work. But anyway, let's let's first talk about why you need to stop making new products or why you might slow down on the product creation a little bit after you have been selling for a while or you've made quite a lot of products. Number one, more products doesn't equal more money. There is a massive misconception, I think, as a TPT seller. I've had this in the past and took a while to overcome. I assumed that the number of products in your store somehow correlated to your earnings. And I thought, you know, if you've got 50 products, you're only going to be able to earn this much. Someone else with 500 is going to earn more. It really doesn't work like that. And it took me so long to realize because I had to start talking to more and more sellers and I'd see how many products they had and they'd tell me how much they were earning. And I started to see a much bigger picture of, oh, the products in your store, like how many you have, like doesn't really indicate anything. And there's a really big difference in what people are earning and how many products they have doesn't really have that big an impact. Now there is a little, I'll add a little caveat to that. It's after a certain point. Like I said, if you're in that point where you don't have 30 products, you need to keep creating. And the reason why is because, you know, it is really very hard to earn huge amounts of money if you only have like five or 10 products in your store. So obviously to a certain extent, the more products, the better. That is it. That's true. And that's why people often, you know, aim for their first 50 products or maybe aim for that 100 because you'll notice an uptick in sales when you reach those kind of milestones. And to a certain extent, adding more products does, you know, add more revenue. But then it becomes a point where that just doesn't come, it, that just stops being true. And suddenly the amount that you add, the more you add to your store doesn't really do as much for your earnings. And it's more about the quality of your stuff. So number one, yeah, they just want you to know that fact that more products won't bring you more money. And if you're like struggling on CPT and not making a lot of money, making another 100 products is probably not going to be a quick fix for you. There's something bigger going on to do with the products you're making. Now, number two, people have found success with small amounts of products. And I've definitely heard stories of people with really what I've considered quite a small store in terms of having like 30 or 40 products and they're making like six figures. There are people out there doing that. So that's just another example of how how many products you have doesn't really matter. And it's totally possible to achieve really great success and earn a lot of money with a small amount. So don't feel like you've got to chase a certain number or have more, more, more all the time when there are people out there who have found success with a small amount. Number three thing to keep in mind is really just building on that last point. But this is a bit of, uh, I guess, like a harsh truth that it's really not, it's kind of good to hear and it's good to acknowledge. And it's something that I thought about and it's very sobering. (laughs) So number three, something to consider. There are other TPC sellers out there who have less products than you right now who are making more money. I'm going to say that again. There are other TPC sellers out there right now with less products than you making more money. That is an undisputable fact. 
unless of course you're listening right now and you only have zero products or one product but whether you have 30 50 100 500 1000 i can guarantee you now not only is there one there are probably many many other sellers who've got less than you but they could be making more money than you and that's just like another example of how how many products you have really doesn't mean all that much so when you're thinking to yourself i've got 100 products but i need to keep creating i'm going to aim for 150 just know there's someone else out there with you know 60 or 70 products who's probably making more money than you so you don't need to be chasing that next number you need to be thinking how can i be more like that person who has less products than me that's making more money there's something i need to fix so it's a bit of a sobering kind of harsh truth but it's something i've thought about many times i know for a fact that i have you know around 400 and something products in my store now getting close to 500 and there, I can guarantee you now, there are sellers out there with, with less than that who are making similar to what I'm earning, if not more. And it's a, it's a sobering truth, but it's, it's true. So don't chase making more and more products as a kind of solution when what you have could be making more money and there's just something that needs to be fixed there. And we will talk about that later in the episode. And the point number four I want to talk about, you know, I mean, the saying is very popular, but quality is always better than quantity. So that's just an undeniable thing that I don't want you to rush product creation for the sake of reaching an arbitrary number thinking you know I need to reach 150 products and you rush 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 when really that quantity will mean nothing if the products you're creating are not high quality so just another way of looking at it 10 amazing high quality products is better than 20 average kind of crappy ones so it doesn't really matter that one person has 10 or one person has 20 The fact is that the person with 10 has better products. Those products are going to bring more revenue. So it's not really about the number. It's really about the actual quality of your products. And I have done previous episodes where I've talked about things like this. I definitely did an episode where I said, what is a quality TPT product? So you can be sure to check that episode out if you're not really sure what that actually means. But yeah, quality is always better than quantity. So don't rush for the sake of it. Point number five I want to share is that bigger and more expensive products are more profitable in the long run and they take longer to make. So you might technically have less products, but you're doing something that's better for revenue. So let's just give another example. We've got one seller who has only 10 products in the store and the other seller has 20. But that person that has 10 products, those are these big units of work. They're hundreds of pages each. They're like, you know, 10, 15 or $20 each. Whereas that 20 product person has just got like a bunch of little kind of activities that only last like a lesson. They're only a dollar or two. And so just, you know, they have more products, but they kind of rushed, you know, creating more and more products, but they're probably making a lot less money because the price of their resources is very low. You know, the duration of those products, they can't be used for very long. So teachers are probably going to buy the units of work more and the person selling those units of work is probably going to make more money because they've got more expensive items. So something to think about if you're someone that likes you just happen to make really long resources, really big, juicy, comprehensive things, you know, curriculum and stuff like that, you know, things that have really large page numbers, things that are going to be teaching lots of lessons or covering weeks of content. Those things will take you longer to make. And so you might kind of get anxious thinking, I don't have enough products. It's taken me weeks or months to make this resource. Someone else has released 10 products in that time. But just take a deep breath because those kind of products that you're making that take a while will make mean that you have less products in your store, but you could make more money. And how is that not better? How is it not better to make more money? So those are the five things I want you to keep in mind. And I do want to now in this episode talk about, okay, well, if you are going to you know, kind of put the brakes on a little bit and stop making new products for the sake of it, 
and or you're just going to sort of slow down and you're going to stop rushing well what should you be doing instead now I want to bring out the analogy I mentioned earlier about the the bake sale so let's just imagine TPT sellers are bunch of us all in a row we've got our little tables our trestle tables out and we've got all our cupcakes and stuff and we're we're all selling our baked goods to the public now we've got people who are not making much money no one's really buying their cupcakes and stuff which is a shame and we've got people who are making hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars every day everyone's coming over in droves and buying all their cupcakes now if you're that person that's not really selling much like maybe like a newer tpt seller you might start thinking what I need to do is make more cupcakes. That's like the instinct. Oh, if I make more of them, maybe I'll sell more. When you really think about that, when you start thinking about the baking analogy, you're like, well, having more cupcakes on that stall isn't going to fix the problem that nobody wanted to come to your stall or that nobody really liked the taste of your cupcakes. Having more of something that isn't working isn't the solution to the problem. And so that's something to think about with the product creation. You think, I'll make more and more and more products. But if if the way you're making them and the way you're listing them isn't working, more is not better. And then let's just have a little look closer at these baked goods. The seller that's, you know, doing really well and thriving, they've got these really delicious cupcakes that are really great quality. They taste nice. And they are decorated beautifully. The icing is gorgeous. The sprinkles, the whole thing is just amazing. These cupcakes are irresistible. And the newer seller, the one that's kind of struggling, you know, maybe they haven't quite figured out the recipe yet. The cupcakes aren't quite as tasty, maybe, or they haven't really figured out how to ice. They don't really know all about, you know, how to make the cupcakes look pretty yet. So they don't quite look as appealing on the eye. And so that's why the buyers are all flocking to that, you know, more experienced seller. And so here's another mindset people have as a newer seller. They think, my cupcakes aren't selling. Hmm, maybe I need to market them more. Maybe I need to kind of shout a bit louder to get people over or make a new sign or something. Like, you know, this is where people start starting, you know, Instagram accounts and TikToks and Facebooks and Pinterest. They start thinking like a market to get people here. And you could sit there making the most beautiful sign in the world saying, here are my cupcakes. But not only are you spending time on a sign when you should be really working on your cupcakes, people are going to come over when they see that sign, but then they're going to still be looking at these cupcakes that aren't desirable looking and don't taste very nice. And they're just going to walk away. So it was kind of all for nothing. In that time, you could be learning how to make a great cupcake and you could be learning how to decorate it. I can hear myself going on about cupcakes and I feel like I need to wrap up this analogy. But I do sometimes find it is really helpful to think that way to put yourself into a slightly different situation and think, do my actions actually make sense in that situation? Because it, it doesn't really. And so I want to encourage you to be thinking, if my cupcakes aren't selling, I need to stop making more of them. That's not going to fix the problem. Or making pretty signs. I need to figure out why these cupcakes aren't selling. So this is the part of the episode where I tell you what you should be doing instead. And, you know, you might do a little bit of marketing. I'm not saying marketing is terrible, but I don't want you to assume that marketing is the solution. I don't want you to assume that just making more and more products is the solution. I want you to be focusing on the cupcakes themselves, which is your products and your listings themselves. So that is stepping back from what you're doing and saying, whether you have 10 products, 50 products, 100, 1000, whatever, why are they not selling? And this is the hardest part of being a seller is is being honest with yourself and really evaluating because we tend to like to turn a blind eye. We we see products in our store that aren't selling and we think, oh, I could worry about that or I could make something new 
oh, I could worry about that. Or I could go and start an Instagram page. We tend to want to run away from the problem. We don't really want to do the boring, hard stuff and to fix it. So we try to look for the new, shiny, fun task to do instead. And I know I've been guilty of that as well. So I'm going to encourage you to focus on what you have and improving it, learning how to make what you have sell. Now, when it comes to the products themselves, that might be improving the quality of them. Definitely check out that previous episode, like I mentioned, but especially if you're a newer seller or even if you're an older seller that's been selling a while, going back to your listings and saying, well, I think I need to update the clip art and the fonts on all these old products, or I need to add more content. I need to add answer keys. I need to make these products better so people want to buy them. But this is also about getting those listings up to scratch. And I sometimes feel like I'm always saying this, but I do feel like we don't put enough energy into the thing that really matters on TPT, which is convincing people to buy on the platform itself by having great covers, thumbnails, previews, SEO and descriptions. And we sometimes find that boring. The idea of making a new preview sounds a bit dull. So instead we make a new product. The idea of updating all our thumbnails and doing SEO sounds a bit boring. So instead we go and start a Facebook page, but we need to go back to the basics. We need to go back to the foundations of getting our products and our listings amazing so that people want to buy them. I do think I might have done previous cake analogies. It sounds like there might have been a previous episode where I did a cake analogy. But I think in that scenario, I said, you know, I have said this before that we've got to focus on the foundations in our business. You know, you know, we worry so much about the sprinkles and the icing on things and not about the actual cake. And I think that's so easy on TPT to worry about the marketing and all the pretty stuff and the extra stuff and not really focus on the foundations, which is having great products and great listings. And so I'm, I feel like I'm hoping that gets through to you. So I want to summarize a little bit about what I've shared today in the episode about why you should stop making new products or maybe slow it down a little bit and what you should be doing instead. And like I said at the beginning, you know, if you if you've got a really small amount of products or you're very brand new, then this is not me telling you to stop creating products full stop. But I know that many of you listening are like me, you've been selling for many years or you've got many hundreds of products, or even if you've only been selling a year or two, you might have 75 or 80 products. But really, that's a lot of products when you actually think about it. 70 products, 100, 500, that's a lot of products. We should be able to make money off that. We shouldn't have to keep making more. So we've got to figure out what's going on there. I shared a few helpful tips. I'm just going to remind you again, more products doesn't equal more money after a certain point. People have found success with small amounts of products and there are sellers with less products making more money than you. Quality is always better than quantity, so don't rush for the sake of reaching an arbitrary number. And remember that those resources that take longer to make, those bigger, expensive ones, you know, they may take you longer, you may have less products, but they can make you more revenue. So instead of constantly churning out new products, you can do a little bit of marketing. That's okay, but don't assume that marketing is a solution. Make sure that you are prioritizing your products, you're updating your products and updating your listings. And like I said, with that cupcake analogy, you know, sometimes it's just really good to think of your business that way for a second and think, am I worrying too much about making the pretty sign? Am I worrying too much about making more cupcakes when I need to figure out my recipe? I need to figure out why people aren't buying the ones I already have. So a little bit to think about there. I think that definitely the marketing is a trap we fall into. 
we assume that, oh, my products aren't selling. I guess I better start marketing more. And then you stop creating and doing all this crazy amount of marketing instead. And, and that doesn't really work either. So it's just so important to be focusing on TPT itself and on those listings and getting people to buy them and just, you know, making sure your products are as great as they can be. This is something that I feel so passionate about. I feel like I'm always talking about, but I'm hoping if I say it enough times, it will start to get through to you and you'll start to think, hmm, yeah, okay, I definitely should be doing this. I do hope this episode has helped. Hope that it's helped you think a little bit more about the way your business is going. I feel like it's just something that I see really clearly all the time with coaching students or course students or people in my Facebook group or on Instagram. I'll see someone's store and I'll look at that number of products and there's usually a fair amount there, whether it's 50 or 500, but there's a pretty decent amount of content in their store. And they usually got loads of marketing platforms happening, but they're saying, why am I not making money? And I just want to grab them and shake them and say, make what you have sell, focus your energy there instead of trying to make more or trying to market because there's something that needs fixing. And it's usually really as simple as an SEO tweak because your views are low. It's usually as simple as a new cover, again, because your views are low, people aren't clicking, or it could be a conversion thing. And this is where data comes in. You know, are you really honestly looking at your data? Because you probably find that if your conversions are low, you need some new covers, and you need some new thumbnails and previews. And it's usually as simple as that, but we just sometimes avoid some of that stuff because we don't find it fun. And so I guess I'm just going to be that nagging person in your ear today that's scolding you and reminding you that, that not so fun stuff is super, super important. Despite all my nagging and scolding, I do hope that you find the podcast helpful. It would definitely mean a lot to me if you left a review to let me know how you felt, or if you ever want to share on Instagram or Facebook with me and let me know, that always means a lot too. Podcast is definitely a labor of love for me. It's something I just love doing because I love helping you guys. And it means a lot to know that it is helpful to you. If you found it helpful, definitely let me know. I hope that you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.